Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From WNYC, this is Money Talking. I'm Charlie Herman. Look, no one's more frustrated than me. This is Heather Bresch, CEO of Mylan on CNBC, trying to explain why her company's life-saving EpiPen has gone from less than $100 to over $600 in just a few years. This isn't an EpiPen issue. This isn't a Mylan issue. This is a healthcare issue. Pharmaceuticals, the irony is that the system incentivizes higher prices. Now, this isn't the first time that we've been here. Other drug makers have been criticized for similar price hikes. Companies like Valiant and Turing. Remember its former CEO, Martin Shkreli? So now it's Bresch who is responding to the outrage. And Mylan is now offering discounts up to $300 for these drugs. The price goes from 50 bucks 10 years ago to five or 600 today, and you're making $18 million a year. You understand how that looks. Brian, look, I understand better than anyone that facts are inconvenient to headlines. So let's take a look at some of those facts with two reporters who've been following these stories, Rob Cox with Reuters Breaking Views and Lynette Lopez with Business Insider. And Rob, just summarize, where do things stand right now with Mylan and EpiPen? Well, it's back to school season. Let's let's try to understand why this is all happening. So all parents all over the country are putting their bags together and saying, okay, little Johnny's going off to school. Oh, do we have the EpiPen? Oh, look, it expired because it expires after a year. The epinephrine inside does. It's a, it's a pretty volatile compound. So they all go out and they realize now they're paying 600 bucks. Now you've got this outrage and you have Heather Bresch, the CEO, uh, otherwise known as Heather Manchin. Her father is a West Virginia senator, very powerful one. She is out there saying that the healthcare system is broken. It's that classic blame the system defense. She's right that there is a problem with the system and that we can address that and we're going to have to address that. But this is actually an EpiPen problem too. This drug has been around for a while. So why has the price been steadily going up? I mean, because uh, she is basically citing and the company has cited middlemen and uh, the way that the drug goes which, to- Which is wrong. Which is wrong. This is this has to be said. Yes, the system encourages high prices. It did not encourage Mylan to raise the price here. That was a conscious decision taken for the benefit of shareholders, which by the way, do pay her $18 million. And her role is actually to maximize profits. There's no question. But this is- just a decision to maximize profits. It wasn't the system that forced them. What we're witnessing here is what some people in finance might call an innovation. And let's remember that innovations were what tanked our economy in 2008. People in finance would call this an idea in business. It it basically started with the CEO of a company that we know as Valiant. The CEO came up with this idea, hey, we're going to jack up the prices of drugs that we buy from other companies, make an insane amount of profit. We're going to move our taxes to another country and pay way less. And this is going to be the new model for pharma. So this is a new pharmaceutical business model that has taken the industry by storm over the last couple of years. And now this is wreaking havoc on the American healthcare system. Across the board, people are seeing the cost of their insurance premiums go up because drugs are more expensive. Do we have any idea how much it actually costs to make these drugs or any sense of how they're actually priced? Well, well, we do know that an EpiPen costs about $3 or so for myelin to manufacture. And that's the cost of the plastic. It's the injector, which, by the way, is the quote-unquote innovation, right? It's the actual injector that makes it. I mean, epinephrine's been around for, I don't know, half a century. Perhaps. Right, but we don't know how much it costs to go from person A to person B to person C to person D, which is what the CEO of Mylan said was so expensive for her. And all of this in the drug industry is incredibly opaque. 
So how important is it to have greater transparency in the industry? Because even when it's uh, creation of a new drug, it's not very clear. There's a lot of discussion. There's a lot of money that's spent to make this drug, which is why we have to charge high prices for a very long time to recoup the costs. Is that the situation here? A lot of that investment is lobbying. A lot of that investment is marketing. A lot of that investment is a sales force to push this into the hands of doctors. And we don't know how much that costs. And they have done a fabulous job. As she said, they've gone out and lobbied. I think she said 48 states. They've made it sort of uh, required that uh, schools have these things. Heavy pins everywhere. Yeah. A friend of mine who's a dentist, they have to have them in the crash cart. They have done this through lobbying. That is the investment. It's not R&D in the traditional sense. They haven't had to do a whole lot to innovate the product. What they've had to do is to make sure that everybody has one. So Mylan is going to offer these discounts to make the drug more affordable for consumers, but they're not actually lowering the price. Isn't this part of the problem, though, that consumers don't really know how much drugs cost And this has an impact, though, on the entire system because people aren't price sensitive. In a free market system, everyone would see 600 bucks. They wouldn't pay it. Competitors would come in and offer something for 100 bucks. That's not the system we have. The majority of people probably get this thing through insurance. Their copay might be 50, 100 dollars. So we have this completely weird system, which is where Heather Bresch does have a point, but it does not justify a gratuitous increase in the price of this particular product. And we have to remember that her solution is not a solution. Everything that these companies are doing is meant to preserve the high price of their drugs. So when she says we're doing patient assistance programs, we're going to give you, you know, XYZ copay, we're going to give you a coupon, that is really just her way of saying, you know what, I still want the insurers picking up this high price tag. And if I have to subsidize it for the patient, that's fine. They're band aids for the system. And I does want, that follow through, though, into uh, other insurance costs? Yeah, of course, your uh, insurance premium will still go up because your insurer is still paying this money. So you do pay at the end of the day, but the patient not feeling that price sensitivity when they get their $300 rebate back. And that is what these drug companies are after. They do not want the consumer to get angry about what they're paying, and they want the insurer to foot the bill. Okay, so we've seen that shame can lead to some short-term changes. But what is it really going to take for a longer-term solution to this problem? You can have legislation that might introduce something like price controls. That will freak everybody out. Nobody likes price controls. And there is a point to make that actually the innovations in healthcare in this country are subsidized by these high prices. And we subsidize then lower prices for these drugs in the rest of the world. The problem is we really – until we fix a system where we have – this weird hybrid of socialism with some sort of free market capitalism where the only people who are benefiting are essentially the providers and the drug companies, it's not going to get solved. We need drug companies to come clean about their relationship with their patient assistance programs, who's running them, who owns them, and how much money they're giving to them. All of that is murky and all of that is adding cost to our system in general. And I think it's important also to point out that everybody looks at these issues, they look at Valiant and they say, well, I don't buy that drug and the drugs that I don't buy aren't overpriced. You don't know that. Lynette Lopez is the senior finance editor at Business Insider and Rob Cox is editor at Reuters Breaking Views. Thanks so much for joining. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. And I'm Charlie Herman and this is Money Talking from WNYC. WNYC. 